Hey everybody, welcome to me, myself, and I'm Joey G, Bad Bussy on IG, whatever you want to call me. As long as you follow, watch, support, and another person we should be following, watching, and supporting is a legend. And that's not just me being like cute or like trolling or just using big terms like that frivolously. No, we're actually sitting with a fucking legend and an actual legend of ballroom as of 2018. We have... She did her research. <laughs> she did her research. I mean, like, she already has her finger on the people to begin with, but she also does her research at the same time. We have Deshaun Wesley. Hey, what's good? <laughs> Welcome. How are you doing, my dear? I'm great. I'm, I'm great now. I've had a really good interview before, and it's about to be a great one, and I'm so happy you're here. Thank you, my dear. Yeah. Look, I'm excited to be here. Bert, oh, you said that before. You were like, you saw my stuff, and I was like, yes. fucking saw my shit? What Look, the? I did my research, too. Oh, <laughs> very well-read ladies over yes, here, yes, it seems. Well, I'm very appreciative for you to come here, because you're essentially what this platform is for, mm. or what inspired this platform. For real, if anything, I like, anyth to, hear that. I like yeah. to hear it. Talk to me. What's yeah, no, good? for real. If anything, please provide me your preferred picture I could put on my fucking... Me, myself, and oh my. vision board of legends and pop culture excellence. Yeah. Okay. I got just a photo. It's going to go right <laughs> in the middle. You know what? This board we love her, but we're just going to get a whole separate board. Okay. 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 It's yeah. just going to be you. I'll send you a photo. Just of me? Why not? I live for it. I am at it. Why not? And for, you know, the sequel episodes to come in the future because exactly. we're friends now. Uh-huh. We'll, you know, replace this one or put this one behind me or I'm something. Here I'm here for it. I got the perfect photo. <laughs> now I'm intrigued but for real it's really is a honor and pleasure to have you on the show because this platform me myself and is dedicated to queer allies and our creatives mainly queer creatives and our allies mm -hmm. and you are definitely a queer creative baby you're a queer icon and you're a queer legend and you set the groundwork for what the girls are doing now and once again like that's not just being like Cunt to your me caring or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. no, that's that's real. Like, you've paved your own path in this industry and inspired a lot of people. And where I discovered you was America's Best Dance Crew. Ah, uh, the time. Yeah, yeah. I was a little fetus switching <laughs> back and forth between SpongeBob and MTV when my parents would catch me watching shit I shouldn't be watching. Or whatever. You know how, like, the remote has the little last button on it? Mm -hmm. Essentially, the shit I would so do. It was, it was always last, last. Yeah, last, I would have last. Flavor of Love on cue. <laughs> and then my dad would come up, my Egyptian father would come up, just. You, I'm watching SpongeBob. Shows. Oh my gosh. Flavor of Love. That was a good one. It's an <laughs> excellent show. It was. No Friday during this I time. love New York and everything. <laughs> Their whole run through, but America's Best Dance Crew was my shit. Mm. Mm. Your season specifically, too. Oh, baby. I think it was the best season of the show. Thank you, no shade. <laughs> you agree. Way. I felt the You same agree. Because it was Jabberwockies that won your season, right? No, it was J Jabberwockies was uh, season one. One. Um, oh, jeez. I forgot what season we did. Four, three. 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 We did season three. Oh, we sure did. And um, I, I guess our season was the the mix of different crews, of yes. diversity, of different styles of dance. So it was like... Um, Oh gosh, <laughs> you had people from the Memphis, you had mm -hmm. the Southern Grooves, you had people from the Bronx, you had the Vogas, yeah. you had, oh my God, the Whackers. Yes. Like we are heroes. So yeah. It was a, a diversity. We are heroes. You know, Real diversity. Oh my gosh, that brings you back. Wow. <laughs> it was Vogue Evolution and Beat Freaks were my 
favorite. Baby, beat freaks were fierce. They were go. Those my sis. Beat freaks. I miss you, ladies. Y'all know the vibe. They were there every week that we were there, like interviewing us, making sure we was all good. But we were kiki really with beat freaks so much because those ladies. Damn, sure know how to dance. Lethal. <laughs> Lethal. I will never forget. Like, all their performances are great, but it was like that hot and cold one specifically. Mm -hmm. They did with like the reflective oh, outfits. Yeah, reflect uh huh. Mm. When they had the that moment and the girls, you know exactly what I'm talking about. See, Chills. what I liked uh, about the best dance because again, you know, it was the challenges that you had to get creative and, and yes. these like specific like tasks mm -hmm. to make it happen. And like I guess. That's what make it real unique for us because we were being challenged in such a, 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 a interesting way that completely doesn't happen our norm. So um, that's why I love the challenge. That's yeah, why, this is what made us love a beat freak. So uh, fanny pack. Uh, fanny <laughs> pack. Don't let yes. me go back to the groups now. <laughs> no, but like that's that's a very good point of it. Whoever put that show together is a fucking genius. Who? Mm -hmm. I'm trying to Randy remember. Jackson. It was Randy Jackson. That's right. <laughs> Mastermind, honestly. That's what I said. Because. It wasn't just like, okay, we're doing themes, like this artist this week. No, they would take like, okay, Britney was blindfolded during this performance. You guys need to be blindfolded during a segment mm -hmm. of your performance as well. Like hot and cold, Katy Perry had a baseball bat in her video. Find a way to incorporate a baseball bat where you're fucking dancing your ass off well, you know and what? not hurt yourself. If you're a good performer, when these tasks are presented to you, it should be nothing but a piece of cake or walking. Just like categories. I know, Shade. Which is exactly Alley. why Alley. you guys came and delivered. Mm. Do you know, like for me, I was that season, I can't remember when it was, but it was a minute ago. Mm. And I'm a fetus now, but at that time, I was just a floating sperm cell <laughs> at that point. But nonetheless, I was sitting plopped in front of the TV watching it. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the more, or one of the core like memorable experiences I had witnessing what we now know as voguing, mm -hmm. ballroom culture, et cetera, and et cetera. Mm -hmm. Did you guys know that at that time? Because I feel like we don't have these discussions of how impactful these moments are mm -hmm. until way later. Yes. But at that point, did you know? Well, I guess it was a change that was happening and that we mm -hmm. didn't know that we were contributing to. Uh, during that time, of course, you know, the conversation was a little bit cliche. I think people had the idea yeah. of, you know, Vogue and where it was going. Mm -hmm. um, I always say America's Best Dance Crew for us with Vogue Evolution was a reminder that we are still around. You know, prior before, you know, Vogue Evolution happened, mm -hmm. it was like little small, you know, tidbits that you'll get of people of our community who's, you know, graced the stage or yeah. with an artist or on television. And um, I guess it was a, a really a big gap in between us being present from, yeah. like, you know, Madonna years with Vogue. That's exactly my point, because mm -hmm. I think up till that point, the most of queer contributions we'd see in the medium mm -hmm. were the allies, which we love, but it would be them appreciating queer culture on their bigger platforms, mm. you know? Mm -hmm. So Madonna for Vogue, very that. Mm -hmm. Whereas America's Best Dance Crew, it wasn't you all backup dancing for some other A-lister. Mm -hmm. It was you guys on stage. You were headlining the show. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, well, shout out for my community. That's how we do all the time. You gotta think we are the headliners. No Absolutely. What you do. Absolutely. Beside you, but um, I guess, Again, during those moments, it's like, you know, we have to step up. We we have to be present. It mm -hmm. was a change that, that was happening and we didn't know that we was contributing to. So as we were on stage, we're like, oh my God, we're gonna life. There's kids, we're gonna eat this room. Mm -hmm. we up. Compared to like someone at home watching like, 
oh my gosh, I love them. I love what they're doing. I'm just like this. I don't know who to talk to. Oh my God, what's going yes. on? Like, I, I, still to this day, people are like, oh my gosh, I used to watch you when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. America's Best Dance Crew. And I'd be like, well, geez, what's my, my age, child? <laughs> he was a kid. What was going on with me? 12. <laughs> Child. With the way she's looking, twelve. <laughs> Skin's still good. Sitting at twelve, if anything. You would even I'm twelve, just like you too. <laughs> but you guys also had, I mean, and still do, but like the most charismatic personalities on stage. So even for me, like beyond the dancing and the art itself, like mm -hmm. it was like because I grew up right outside of DC, like in a very predominantly white neighborhood, mm -hmm. Egyptian background for me, and I didn't resonate with anyone mm -hmm. that I grew up with, mm -hmm. even when it came to the way I talked. Like, you see this fucking board. I wasn't <laughs> at after school <laughs> basketball. <laughs> I wasn't doing fantasy football. I still don't even know what the fuck that I, is. I, I, good question. But I am know. the fantasy, but I don't know what <laughs> right. the fantasy football is. What, like these grids and shit like that? Right. Anyways, like, that's not my thing. And whenever I would talk about these things and watch TRL, like, that's where I felt like I was seen or I would see people that I resonate with. But then when I would see your confessionals or like the pre-stage kind of like packages they would put mm -hmm. together, mm -hmm. I was like the way, not even like the way these people are talking, but you know, the cadence, it's this. <laughs> I was like, I feel something with these people. Like I get them. Is it, I mean, we, like you said, like uh, for, for me growing up, there wasn't anybody on television that I could look up to mm -hmm. or like see or that reminded me of the, the things did majority of the time when we were seen on television, we were being made fun of. So rather than being respected exactly. for what we really do. So, you know, again, standing in a place, standing in like in, and on a platform to where you're not even knowing that you're communicating with someone about how when you, what you move, how you say it, when you say it, what you do. And yeah. I'm glad that they were open enough to give us a space and like sure. challenge us to it as well too. Yeah, yeah. whoever that casting agent Baby. that season was. Oh, snapped. gosh, I gotta go back the years to think about that one. Okay, yeah, thank Whoever you. that was, <laughs> great idea, trust. I remember it a lot, like that really was one of my favorite shows growing up, it was literally TRL was like the mecca of mm -hmm. my life. Like TRL, was TRL is the reason why I'm doing everything fully. <laughs> but right up there, America's the Best Dance Crew, specifically those OG seasons. Oh, the OG seasons. <laughs> yeah, we're so fucking mm. excellent and everything. And you know, you had Laomi on as well. That's my sis. That is my sister. Like we've grown up from babies mm -hmm. to where we are right now. So like teenagers, like committing ourselves to what we love. And now we're able to communicate with the world about what we're doing, but still mm -hmm. like baby, again, social media has played such a big game into like connecting everybody. For sure. a gap between people who didn't know or have an idea. But what it did say is that you're gonna find our community here. So like, if this is a real exactly. thing, exactly, we know we're growing. But you're gonna find the authentic, the the, the core mm -hmm. right there. So. And then everyone could go and do their research yes. from there. Go if you don't know what fucking ballroom is or Vogue is, even start at Street Star exactly. on YouTube. Like you start there, you know, like you know the things. <laughs> trust. I would see those gifts on Twitter like back in the day of these girls going. At it. Voguing. And I was like, what is this bitch dressed as Sailor Moon doing whacking right now? My gosh, my gosh. That clip went completely everywhere. Viral, everywhere. Like, well, it was Sailor Moon and Wonder Woman. Yes. Because it it's such a thing. So How can you not? You know, it's, <laughs> it's still to this day I watch it and I need inspiration. I'm just like, mm. eat. 
Mm, well, I was chanting down that night too, so. <laughs> Did you know in that moment you're just like, this is like you've seen amazing things at Street Star, but we are like, mm -hmm. well, this is fierce. This is next level. The shocker for me was during that time where you know again, Balm was so local, like in America, mm -hmm. we were traveling and teaching. You know, you had the opportunity to see, you know, what was it? She was from Finland, uh, Sailor Moon. Yes. And Wonder Woman's from Paris. So you have people who have this vibe and want to perform. Mm -hmm. I think the shock value for me is because I'm, you know, I'm home in America, da, 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 but when you go outside and see people moving and, you know, you see their energy, you can see Completely. energy from a person that vogues. Completely. When you see their energy, feel it, and get the vibe, it was just such a, a complete shocker to know that, you know, the growth. Because, <laughs> baby, that's yeah. the growth there. The power, too, <laughs> that the art itself has. Because, you know, I think we only think of music yeah. as the art that travels because there's lyrics in it. Mm -hmm. There's actual tangible evidence we could all analyze, look up to, relate to somehow. Whereas dancing, you know, you know how it is. Yeah, when I'm you're in your forth. element, yeah. when you're moving, you can't explain it, but you're in your element. But we speak through our movement. So that and was that's exactly, thing, so. and that's exactly what's so different about mm. the art of moving your body, whether it be voguing, ballroom, dancing, etc. Like mm -hmm. it transcends so differently and uniquely compared to what music does. Well, I think this is why people love voguing so much, because, baby, when we speak, oh, we speak. We speak. I know, <laughs> I know it's real dramatic nowadays, mm -hmm. but we still speak. And, again, it's a, you're supposed to tell a story with your movement, so definitely. Uh, and that's exactly And when you see how far it goes globally, you're just mm -hmm. like, man, like, not everybody had to. I mean, like, it's fierce if you had, you know, the New York upbringing at its roots, but yeah. it's like, this bitch is in Paris going off. How, like, but it's the way people are inspired by it. You know, they'll see these clips on YouTube and then slowly by then they're practicing in their bedrooms and maybe they'll enroll for a dance class. And then mm -hmm. here in Brooklyn, they'll go to open everybody. Like, ah, you know, they'll do the whole- Open to all. Open to all. <laughs> it's all good. Okay, it's okay. I was saying about, uh, anyways, anyways, <laughs> long day, I've been up since 3 Yeah, it's all good, man. But open to all and everything. And it just shows how powerful it is. Mm -hmm. It is. Like I said, we I'm able to travel now overseas in different mm -hmm. countries. We don't have to speak the same language, but our language we are speaking is through the movement. Did you think, like back when you started dancing, you started dancing at 14, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. Like around then? I caught the voguing at 14. Were you a dancer before, like in terms of like classically yes. trained? Yes, OMG. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, you know, I'm from Brooklyn, yep. I'm from Brownsville. Again, I think every summer, you know, the, the housing areas used to have these celebrations of your housing project area, you know? And I used to be with my dance team, dancing every summer. We yep. used to sit and practice. And it was, a uh, oh gosh, I used to be an all-star dancer. <laughs> Absolutely. If you don't know all-stars, the people from NYC know the tea, but I used to dance my hip-hop situations and do my things. And uh, I guess once I found voguing, I, 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 I shifted and I, I just went on from mm -hmm. there. Oh, I, ain't, I, 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 I never turned back. Do you remember how you discovered it? Yes. Okay, right? So, again, I'll, I'll try to set up the frame for you, but picture. Mm -hmm. What is it? 2000, what, 98? Oh, 97. I went out there in 97. I forget. Um, I keep hearing about the West Village, and again, family didn't know about me. I was in a closet. I was yep. young. I went to school, and after school, kind of ran to after school programs, so this mm -hmm. gave me a little bit of a gap of time to hang out in. My friends is like, oh my God, we need to go to West Village. And I'm like, what is the village? What is the village? What is the village? And you know, me and my friends after school one day was like, let's go out there. 
Mm-hmm. And I swear, I'll tell you this. When I first found out about the village, um, I didn't know where it was. It was Christopher Street and, you know, I walked down the communication, you know, how everybody yep. interact. I didn't know that. I stayed by McDonald's on West 4th Street and thought I was around the gate. I was like, oh, my God, I'm around the gate. West 4th, right <laughs> here. Uh-huh. But when I found Christopher Street, like, I, I walked down and I remember seeing this this guy with a boombox, DJ Al. Yep, DJ Al had a big boombox. He had a push and play. He used to play on one side or record on the next. And he was just walking. I remember one day, happy day, Sean at 14, was just walking. And I seen the crowd, I seen in Vogue, and I was like, what the hell is this? Mm. What's going so, on? Yeah. And I followed them until they got to Christopher Street Pier, or you know, the, the pier, and yeah. I sat down with them, and they created a circle, and they started battling. I was like, I'm coming back every day. And I went back every day wow. until I learned what, what the art, what the life was, was the, where my, my, my niche. Mm-hmm. Do you still think about that whenever you walk down? Christopher Street, or do you have some type of emotional reaction when you're walking? Yeah, when you walk down, down the street, street is so many memories. So you're gonna be thinking uh, about right? a lot of a things. lot. That was sort of like uh, growing up. It was my club. I couldn't go out to a, a you know yeah. real club. I'm, I'm underage, so us hanging out, us walking down the block. You know, mm-hmm. some people weren't as fortunate to have homes. You know, yeah, yeah so sure. they were there all night. Some people made that their home, so mm-hmm. we had the opportunity to interact and mingle learn from each other, walk up and down, you know, for hours or days on top of each other. Now, as an adult, I'll probably go and be like, oh, shit, that place changed. <laughs> oh, my God, the PAP train's still here. Right. <laughs> it's not at all. It really is still there. It really is still there. Yeah. I forget that every time I walk by it. It feels like walking <laughs> by, like, a closet you forgot to clean up. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, on to the next thing. Like, <laughs> Right. But, yeah, I love the peers. I think... That whole area of the city is so special mm. within its queer historical yes. context, too. That still a lot of people don't really know about. Like, Ash, people just talk yeah. about Stonewall, and that's it. And I'm like, that's it? Baby, like, just Stonewall? Yeah. I mean, like, Stonewall, and very important, mm-hmm. obviously. Let's mm-hmm. not forget the people yes. who were behind mm-hmm. Stonewall. Mm-hmm. It wasn't these fucking, like, white gays and, like, Calvin Klein jeans. No, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Look, Marsha P. She was in a minute. Absolutely. It's all the trans women of color. But... There's history too beyond mm. Stonewall when it comes to Christopher Street. Like you're saying, the people that literally live there mm-hmm. and everything too. They created the culture for it. They curated it. I would say this even within my community, my my you know, my world, mm-hmm. we exist there as well too. We had our interactions, our moment to go and walk up and down, yeah. to to battle on the pier, to interact with our friends. Crap, there was a whole uh, school, PS3, right there on, uh, mm-hmm. was that Hudson, I believe? or On the, like, the where the highway is? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So again, there was a school where they used to have balls and everything at. So, uh, you know, our our vibe was always there in West Village as well, too. So, and again, you know, and it wasn't only just Christopher Street. We had Christopher Street. We had 14th Street. We had 10th Street. You got the piers. You got mm-hmm. Washington Square Park and you West 4th. So, it's like, again as a whole, yeah. it, 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 like we're enriched in that history as well. Yeah, I see it as like some of the origins of queer spaces because now when like we hear queer spaces, we think like a club event mm-hmm. or something, which is fierce. That's right, Love it. <laughs> but you don't even need to have all that curated shit. You don't even need to have walls for it to be a queer space. Agreed, agreed. Literally just a street. Mm-hmm. And still to this day, I go down there and like, you know, I'm not, like, I just go and I'm like, okay, I feel something. Hmm. You know, I don't know, and it may be me being, like, fucking woo and, like, ah, as fuck or some shit. energy. Yeah, no, but, like, I'll feel something, like, of my past, too, because I've had a 
late gay uncle as mm -hmm. well, who I didn't get to meet because he passed due to mm -hmm. AIDS or anything too. And I'll just think about him and I'm like, man, I'm walking down this shit comfortably because and he couldn't. Like, mm. So I think about that. I think about the people that have come before me. I think about yeah. if we do shit right right now, there's gonna be people in the future that I could walk like this the way we are here everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, kind of have that instilled in me as well too. Like I said, I had to walk confidently and confidently in who I was and yeah. who I am in order to exist well today and have a, a space for the kids too or the ones after me or the ones, the generation after mine to sit mm -hmm. in the comfortable space they are. Because again, I remember West Village or Christopher Street wasn't even a, the safest place to even go right. to. You know, now it's beautiful. It's so clean and cute. <laughs> but I think that's yeah. great. But again, of course, you know, when you go to the core, when you go to origins of what things are like, there were so many people who've, who've contributed to this too to make sure that we have an opportunity to walk up and down a block confidently. Yeah. You know, um, undeniably, without no question. And um, I'm adding current contribution between there too. Because like I said, I used to go every day to every the day. village. I used to be out there boging, battling, mm -hmm. hanging out to yay times and with my friends. You know, it, it was just the... the like the camaraderie. Yes. Yeah. It was so it was so good. It was it was good and also bad too. But again, this is the experience of growth and how it was. So now as I go down, she's I'm like, oh my God, it's just so pretty. It's so cool. And oh my God, I turned into one of those people now. I was like, Chow, if you was here like 10 uh -huh. years ago, yep. 15 years ago, you should have seen. Oh, that was not there. I had that instance for the first time like a few months ago. Oh, congratulations. Oh, I felt like <laughs> such an old bitch. I was back home in DC and I was strolling around with this one person. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> trade, and um, we were walking by. Do you know, do you remember town in DC? Yes. Yeah. So now it's a fucking like apartment building and a CVS oh. kind of like together. Yeah. It closed right before the pandemic. I think like okay. 2018, okay. they got bought out by an apartment building or whatever. And it was fully done up and I haven't seen it since it was town. And I walked by and I was like, this used to be a club in my day. <laughs> I couldn't believe I was that queen. I was like, the things we used to yeah, do here. Don't know nothing about this. Oh, the things we used to do on the second floor <laughs> bathrooms on Saturdays, not Fridays. Such a key town. Well, see, I was a DC visitor too, so love that club was one of the spots I used to always go to and everything. So in space, I believe it was called Space. Space, yeah. A huge club. That was what, years ago. Here I go telling my age, shut up, Deshaun. <laughs> Have you been to Secrets in DC? Back in the day. Secrets yes. is in, yeah. Secrets was a great time. Listen, I, I still I'm happy that what is it called? The fi fi fire clubhouse. The pit. oh gosh, it's somewhere in um Dupont Circle. Uh, what is it? Cobalt? Fireplace? Fire pit? I don't know. I think so. Why am I not <laughs> It's something that's in DuPont Circle that's still there. But again, like it's since a kid, since I was a kid, like it's really places. So I have my little days in back to DC. Definitely. Yeah. But and see, like what we were saying with queer spaces and everything and even representation, just seeing yourself and other people like those are all 18 plus 21 plus functions and spaces mm -hmm. so where where are queer kids supposed to go to when they're trying to look for something they resonate in and that's where y'all come in well so interesting i would say spaces again was the street i was the club that was a way of communicating i love what's happening today because now we're seeing our fellow sisters and brothers who are being accepted by their family more mm -hmm. you know their parents are taking care of their kids they're, they're educating themselves on how to raise an openly lesbian gay LG, you know lgbtqia yeah. child oh, how do you yeah. know and i guess some parents don't have that knowledge of how to raise a child 
in this world, in that realm. So, yeah, baby, we it, it, now it's beautiful. Now I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm seeing a beautiful young trans girl. So she's home with her mom, learning the ways of life. Beautiful. I love it. Going to you know the visits together to yes, get everything, everything together. Understanding how how it is to to raise a young trans girl. You know how it is to to, yeah. to to now be a part of someone's life and make an understanding of it. You know, because again, I think parents should be talking about their kids about you know any type of information when it comes in our world that they don't have none. You know, Absolutely, and it should be between the parent and their kid. Of course, no shade. You know, I got my parent right there. <laughs> He's sitting right there. So look, we talk about everything, anything. You know, because. Other people want to think otherwise, and oh, they're only thirteen. What do you? What if they don't know that they're this and this and that? Mm. Well, then who are you to say that they should identify or not identify? Like, shockingly enough, child, I knew since pre-kindergarten. How old was I? Like four or five? I don't know. Yep. I, just, I just knew something was just different. Yep. And what was instilled to me was that my difference was wrong, and I had to change that narrative because my difference of how I felt and who I am, mm -hmm. even then, till to today, of of the education we supposed to do, or how society think we supposed yeah. to. Yeah. And that again, as a kid, I knew that since pre-kindergarten. I was like, child, I knew. I know my life. I know my life. As an adult. Oh, baby, if I wish I knew the things, it's sort of like, again, you know, it's just, yeah. it's such a learning process. And again, I knew before 13 about myself. Yeah. You know? Did you know what it was exactly? Because for me, like, everyone, I feel like everyone put the word gay on mm -hmm. me. I was four. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that fucking shit is. <laughs> I do right. know my brother's friend is hot. <laughs> or like, at least I thought that at the time. You know, I oh baby, I was in my Britney notebook. That already said enough. He exactly. I was just like Chris with the little heart around his name and everything. Yeah. Full Hey Arnold Helga with the fantasy, with the little uh, yes. picture and all that. But still, like I didn't know what that was. I thought that was just me being me. I agree. I agree. Well, again, which it is. Yeah. But it's the idea of, like, there was no shame implemented on mm. what we were mm. until other people started putting in their two cents in. Well. Or until you'd see emotions reflect based on their behavior mm -hmm. of how they feel. Well, that's the truth. Like you said, I, 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 I received the same experience as well, too. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand what gay was. And so, again, I learned that from experience by pe what people say and what goes on. And, you you know, I will fight internally and externally as, like, why are you trying to put me in this? What's going on? Yeah. Is that a bad thing? Like, what's happening? What? 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 And uh, again, living undeniably yourself, like when you have that at a young age and you know your confidence and you know who you are, like, of course, I just love when you can never change who you are. And we never have spaces to actually live in this place to be who we are. So again, mm -hmm. yes, when I was young, they were telling me, oh, you're gay. Da, 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 da. Oh, look, don't do that because that's what girls do. I'm like, wait, what? So I can't walk and just be comfortable. Would you get the walk thing yes. too? I got a stern switch. <laughs> I got a stern switch. So I used to get yep. in trouble for that too. Walk straight, but I was like, child, I, I paid it. And I kept just walking. be like, I'm walking. Yes, Stir, I'm switch, walking. and shake. Oh. Emphasis on the shake. Yeah, like, so <laughs> I would always get them. My mom would just be like, I mean, love my mom now or great, but she'd always just be like, why are you walking like that? And I was like, I'm walking i'm walking like your back your like butt is like swishing i'm just like i mean if we look at yours and we look at mine Yorkie. we share <laughs> many things in common so coming. thanks mom yeah exactly <laughs> sorry we're just beautiful thick egyptian beings yeah, but Yorkie. but i was just like 
what else? Or like, you know, if I'd wear the color pink just because I simply wanted to, I'd get that. I'd be like, the whole like, oh, that's a girl's thing. That's yeah. a girl's card. Like, what? I can't have the Polly Pocket toy in the kids' meal because it's the girl's toy. Please. <laughs> the Polly Pocket. That's always the thing. I'd be like, get the girl's toy. The girls, no, because it was more funner. It was funner. It was more I, I liked all the toys. I wanted <laughs> give me that part yours. too. I'm, we all having a whole big situation together, but I'm with that as well too. The, the comp, even the color was bothersome for some people. And how was a color? When I was a kid, okay, shockingly enough, uh-huh. when I was a kid, well, I, my brother, we were like twins. Like his name is Darshan. They'll they'll learn him. I'm Dacian. His name Darshan. Cute. Oh gosh. We used to always wear the colors, the things. We have the same outfits, different colors. Mm-hmm. Mine was always purple. His was green and mine was purple. As I think about this, right? Now I'm thinking like, did my family know I was a little bit? <laughs> I had the pants, purple lining. I had the shirt, purple lining. Yeah. We had outfits. I had the purple. We had the green. So Maybe they knew. They just want to try to summon me down. <laughs> I think people do know because then, did you ever get that when you did come out? People would always just be like, well, we always I knew. Know. And I'm like, then why did everybody have a problem with it? Why did y'all have a I always say after I came out, my aunts and my mom, all they were all on the phone. They was like, boy, we was waiting for you to come out. Oh, we knew already. Yeah. You know how it is. I'm like, well, I didn't know. What? I didn't know I, I was born on this planet to make an announcement right. at 13. I feel like I, I I didn't I didn't come out the closet. I am the closet. <laughs> yeah, it just kind of like the door is already open. It's open. It was, I was just looking at my outfits. Right. And I just happened to walk out like, hey, here's the blue one. Let me go back and change. Other options. Here's the green one. <laughs> Have you seen that video? It's like the mom talking to her son about like he just comes out the closet and she's like fucking playing with the door. Do you know what I'm talking about, Jason? No. What There's like this meme. Like it's so fucking funny. So apparently her son came out who mm-hmm. she already knew was gay. And she's just like. Okay, like she's clearly not phased by it all, all at all. And she's standing by this door in their house and she's just like, okay, it's no surprise to me. Open, close. Like she just uses doors as a problem. And it's this whole thing and it's really funny. It's much better when I show you. Oh, I I'm going to show you after I this because it's really I'm fucking like, funny. Ah. Because she could really care less about it because they all already knew. Yeah, they knew. Got you. Oh, so she was just going, about, okay, baby. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, exactly. Okay, got you. And I was thinking about it for me. I'm like, in my family, there were, you know, the sports people. There's my sister, who's the smart one. And I was the dancer. Ah. I was always running around <laughs> dancing. Da, 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 da. Not trained professionally, of course, yeah, just no, a protege. No, no, no. You know, I'm kidding. But <laughs> not really. And I'm like, so then when I came out eventually, like when I had to officially come out at like 20-ish, like for my family, they're like, oh. And I'm like, why, why are we gasping and tearing up and mm-hmm. crying? Oh, yeah. I was fixing you guys' hair curlers <laughs> and shit at night and wrapping your hair up and twirling and belly dancing to our fucking Egyptian music. Like, uh, again, I said, why is it in an, why is it an announcement? Okay, hey, y'all, I'm coming out the closet. Uh, oh, my God. And they get emotional. Like, oh, my gosh. So did I say, like, I'm leaving town for... Right. <laughs> Am I, did I break something? I didn't <laughs> get hit by a car. Yeah, I didn't, like... Chill. I'm right here. I my remember sis- the tears. So. <laughs> that my sister had the funniest reaction to me coming out ever because I think my mom told her the news. That's the thing. Shout out to my mom. She kind of became my PR in that moment because mm. she just let my family know the rest. Yeah. She's like, yeah, he finally came out. And they all knew. I didn't have to do the whole run to the brother, to the other brother, mm-hmm. to the sister, to my father. Mm-hmm. Nope. She let everybody know. Right. No spears. And so she let my sister know the shit that she'd been new for 20 years now. 
And my sister was like, hey, by the way, like, congrats on coming out, even though it's 2016 and there's already people gay. I don't know if I need to say Yo, congrats. And I was like, that's said? so, I was like, that's <laughs> so sweet. Thank you. Thank I was like, you. this is so preferred. Like, I really do like this. I know I have it somewhere. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> in my phone, because it was so funny. See, now I'm doing that feature where I'm like, I'm typing up the text to find the picture for it. The screenshot, the text message. It was a text message. And she fully was like, oh, yeah, by the way, mom told me you came out. Congrats, even though it's 2016. And I don't really think people should be congratulated on coming out because that's just what you are. And I'm like, yeah, alien superstar. Oh, exactly. I respect that. Honestly, I would like. I loved it. It's a, I got, I, it's a graduation, I believe. I, <laughs> I came out the closet. Congratulations. Like flowers? Yeah. I, Anything? I, I didn't receive no flowers and I came out a long time ago, Please. y'all. So I think I need an update here. <laughs> Do you think people, I mean like kids now, like is that a thing? Do kids now, come out to their families of course most people's situations are different from yeah. family to family but you know now which is a beautiful thing mm -hmm. to see it's like yes it is queer kids are kind of the cool kids now yes. like i think about if i were to do high school over again like if i were to be in high school at this point uh, which like hopefully it's still passable uh, <laughs> but like if i were to do high school now i'd eat these girls baby up I told you the things that I know now. Oh, my fashion game would have been nasty. And then when you know, like, how you dress and you know how to kind of, like, afford your dressing. Oh, yes. maybe I'd have been in high school. Great. <laughs> yeah, whereas back in high school, I was making the best my mom and I came up with at JCPenney and Goodwill. Whereas mm -hmm. now if I know what I know now... Baby, I would have been, they would have been like, okay, sir, this ain't a fashion show. <laughs> Come on now. Because even now it's like, which is once again a good thing, but it's just funny to see how things have changed. Like back in the day, like you're a kid with your mom at like the makeup counter or whatever. You're, they're just like kind of gently peeping at things mm -hmm. or, you know, we'll walk past the underwear aisle and I'm like, hmm. Who's a big sponge? Okay. <laughs> Whereas now, like as a queer person, you walk into Alton, you're like the coolest person in there. Yeah. You know, and like the white girl named Chelsea is like, <gasps> oh my God, you're so fabulous. Are you wearing makeup or like, is that clear brow gel? And I'm like, okay, fierce Mind Sarah. Eyebrow gel, yes. <laughs> like I'll literally be going to get like chapstick or something. They're just like, oh my God, work. And I'm like, okay. Key. <laughs> Thanks, Heather. <laughs> well, what a look. Uh, I get the cheekbone question. They see me be like, oh my God, your cheek oh, uh, so fabulous. Oh, and I'm like, oh, oh, thanks. Oh, shit, thanks. I forgot I got those. All right, yeah. Wonder which they're gorgeous. I've kind of been, those have been like my focal point Thank you. this whole time. Because you've it's been at good cheekbones. Yeah. But like in person, I'm like, wow. Yeah, she works out fine. I was trying to like, wow. It, it runs in a family, child. Runs in a family. We some high cheekbone people. <laughs> yeah, my family's just fat ass. <laughs> Pretty much. I was going to make a cheek-to-cheek -cheek reference. No, I mean, but... look, look. I got someone in my family, too. I love y'all. The There's same. always those people. Yes. For me, it's mainly just my mom and I. Oh, for you. you know, God couldn't share his gift too much. <laughs> you know, he poured a little more into mine, <laughs> clearly. But it's coming handy. I'm very thankful for it. Thank God, <laughs> girl. Thank you so much. Thanks. But it is, but I mean, like, going back to your work and everything, like, the safety these queer kids have when they go into an Alta now, when they go into school, MUAs now, like makeup artists, everything, that all comes from you guys' work that you've done. You know, putting yourself out there, that's what representation does. Like representation isn't supposed to be like an instant fix of right. fierceness and you're not supposed to be like, yes, we did it. Mm. We got them there and that's it. Mm. No, you see what representation does 
in the future. It's and that's like, why we look back on it. it it's because it's gotten so, it, it's, it got a vision. The eye is on what's happening right now because how can we not see it? How can we ignore what's really happening? And I think um, I'm, I love that we are more comfortable than we were years ago. I love that we're more free than we were years ago. Mm -hmm. I love that we're now able to make choices without no type of like, not too much of a pullback, you know? Of yeah. course, we still got more work we need to do just as well as everything else when you're learning about things or when stuff becomes like the norm or the, of what's happening for the present. Mm -hmm. But baby, even again, what's been done years ago, I just love that there's a change now. I love the fact that like, you know, you know, kids who are, are out or coming out right now, they can come out to their family and stay home. And they, they don't have to be, they don't have to worry about being put out or thrown yeah. in the streets because of what their family don't accept. And I know we still got more to do. I know there's still some people out of there course. like that. But again, you know, if if the work wasn't put in then, and if we weren't making examples then, then you know we wouldn't have what we have right now in a space where we can be, we can even speak and we can be heard. And I love that. Yeah, exactly. It's like we have a lot more to go but we're still being proactive Definitely. you know mm -hmm. we're still doing things mm -hmm. and i mean with legendary and pose and stuff like that those are great methods of mm -hmm. representation as well i was telling you about the guests i've been having on the show have been queer creatives of all kinds you know there's a future illustration artist and ceo that i just had on my show and i was mm -hmm. saying how important it is to show that people like us belong in those seats. Right. It's not just what we've been thinking this whole time. It's not just meant for these rich white men in suits that could care less and live on Wall Street. Like, mm -hmm. it's not just for them. Screenwriters, illustration artists, all of them. You know, fucking, there's kids that I know that are really big into coding. Mm. And they're all queer kids and you wouldn't even think about it. And I love that. And that's exactly why I love it. Well, we, we now we're- Everywhere. Yes, we're, we're able to expand our knowledge rather than being so stuck in a bubble of what we feel we need to do because of what everyone else put that that's there for no mm -hmm. again like i love to hear i love to hear we have writers we have you know everything outside of the norm of what they think we agree at oh my god you're so cute you're into fashion are you into clothes and makeup but it's so much Please. more well this is why i have my own house right now i have a house and it's full of of talented individuals and it like whether it's a contribution, of course, yes, it's ballroom, but even outside of that, again, I have people who are writers, I have people who are yeah. a hairstylist, makeup artist, like, you know, gosh, I got a, a principal of a whole high school mm -hmm. in my house, even walking a controversial category. <laughs> but it's, it's again, it's, I, just, I just love it. I love how we can just exist and, and stand in this space and be ourselves at and, all times. And that's the thing, and that's what a real house sounds like to yeah. me. And it's a collective, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. You're not taking what you've built and saying, okay, try your best to replicate what I've done in my work and my image. No, you're saying, let's all do this together. We're each other's chosen family. Be your own individual self. Mm -hmm. And somehow we'll yes, we all pull find a way to be in sync together. Or, or put the work in so we can figure out what we need to do. To mm -hmm. And it's funny that you mentioned like the whole makeup thing. I remember two weeks ago at work, I'm a producer for a radio show right here. And I was greeting a celebrity and like their people and whatnot. And I was like, good morning, Joey, da, da, da. nice to meet you all. And they're just like, oh, nice to meet you. Are you makeup? And I was like, no, I'm a producer. I'm going to be producing your client's <laughs> interview. Very nice to meet you. And then that's when they're just like, oh, here's our cards. You could take this. Da, 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 da. I'm just mm -hmm. like, I mean, like, I know. I know the face is, <laughs> is spacing. It's doing it in a lot and a half. But I was like, 
such a key. Yeah, I was <laughs> just like, that's oh so God, that? weird. No, but I, 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 I am the producer of this show. I, you know, again, is immediately what they see compared to like what people know. Mm-hmm. Exactly, like club events and stuff like that. I've worked. Are you the dancer? Not tonight. But <laughs> like, no, I'm the event producer. Actually, yeah. thank you very much. Like, we could also we could be creators, but we could also be like bosses mm -hmm. in our own right too. Mm. And a lot of people now are talking about ownership and everything, which is great, especially in this era of yeah. financial literacy and business literacy as well. Being so, um, how do you say, it? like available to us, mm -hmm. it matters for queer people too. No, Sade. You know. Like, why don't we have that? Like, well, not not why don't we, but again, why we should be a lot of the space as well, too. Again, like, like you just said, mm -hmm. you, you see you see me and you see this image and think that's what it is compared to what you don't know about what I got going on here. <laughs> exactly. Like, Lena Waith, prime example. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not just an amazing creative, but that's a fucking boss. My gosh. A boss. I love how you said that. I boss. love that word. I've been like boss. looking into that <laughs> word lately because before I'd see it, I'd just have like this weird, and that's the thing. I would just have this weird, like straight hetero connotation kind of just float over it. Mm -hmm. And like there was this yellow tape that I couldn't see, but it was around that word. Mm. I'm like, maybe you're not that. And I'm like, <laughs> but no, I'm, no, I'm like, now the more people we see, once again, with representation and how much it matters, like as, you know, as cliche as that sounds, like it really does because you're just like, oh shit, like these seats are meant for us. I guess, not I guess, this is making an example. I, I'd be the example of a boss from my community who steps up and in, in now helping educate the world about what's going on here. So, yes, I'm a boss. Yeah, I'm exactly. Adding, you know, as we should be. As we should be, because what you did is you took what you had already and you kept on stepping up time and time and time again. Street star, America's Best Dance Crew, Pose, Legendary. Oh. And then you give it back. Yeah. Because the girls want to get on top and then <laughs> forget that they were one of the girls. Yes. I, it's a reminder. It's just a reminder. Sorry, Beyonce's album stuck on me. <sighs> <laughs> I was about to ask you that in a minute. I, I know. We'll get to it. Um, uh, oh, crap. See, I just I forgot what I was going for. But um, We were talking about giving back giving, once you. Yes. So, again, it's it's it's. What we have to give back, just notice about the contribution. I know in the space that I am now growing in, mm -hmm. now that like the, the platform that I'm on and the space that I'm in, it's like I'm never going to forget where I came from. Now, it ain't like I have I can go back there every day. I, I, I've, I've been through it. I've done it. and You've paid your dues. I've paid my dues. Yeah. So now I'm, you know, again, now in a new space, I'm just, again, I'm never going to forget where I came from. I'm, you know, I enjoy it. That's mm -hmm. why I started my own house, you know, the house of Basquiat, because it, what I want to do is like, add my contribution to what was going on and make sure the legacy continues, but still do what I still enjoy and love. That's what it's about. It's really about legacy mm -hmm. because in a way, I think I saw something about it on Twitter or whatever. It's like, we're like products of our ancestors legacy. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. No. Yes. And I've been thinking about that lately when it comes to what I'm doing now for the future, I'm just like, okay, like I want people to be able to do things because I worked hard for it here. So then, at their time and place when they're working on it, it's not even going to be work them. It's mm. just going to be getting up in the morning. <laughs> you know? Okay, that's not true. It's just going to be nothing. Yes, it's, not, it's like, I guess, well, soon enough, at a click of a button, everything could be done. So, soon. I mean, child, the way society works. But, you know, again, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. It's, it's, yeah. such a, it's, it's such a good vibe. I'm just so happy to just walk around and just be me. How have you been loving working on Legendary? Since that's the current baby what right. experience 
Yeah. It's, it's such a beautiful one. I can't take it away. It's, it's, you know, it was in its third season and so far 150 people of our community had an opportunity to grace that stage mm -hmm. and show their talents. And, um, it's been, of course, a contribution to our community because now it's adding a spotlight to what really goes on. So it gives us another opportunity to educate those on the outside yeah. about what's happening in. So, of course, education is fun. Completely. The, the competition's fun. The shade is fun. Yeah. <laughs> but it like, brings you on what the people are, like mm -hmm. they're your friends. Like camaraderie is so important. Definitely. You know? And who's been your favorite guest judge so far? Yeah. All of them, uh, guest judges are fun. fun. And definitely, it, now it's so interesting when you got someone who, like, the energy is there and there to educate the whole it. time. Yeah. It's like, you know, I have, I have, all my guest judges are all the best. Now, who had some energy? Oh, baby, you had Taraji who yep. had energy. She was having I mean, the time of the her The time life. of her, where she at the edge of the seat, she even told the child, come here, you stop crying. Yep. Oh, Auntie Cookie, okay. <laughs> Gotta put me first, Lucius, yeah. But it's the energy, and you know, like, once the people get there, and once you see them on, on, on the panel or judging, like, I guess in person, as I see them, they're so excited. They're like, oh, mm -hmm. my gosh, Leslie Jones had an amazing time. Issa Rae. Leslie Jones, like, they, Yo, he, Leslie Jones. <laughs> from Drag Race, anything. One thing she will do is guest judge. Yes, she will. And yes, guest judge will. a bunch of queer people. Mm -hmm. And she yeah, was right. dressed down right. to the T, too. Down. And that's what I love about the show as well. I'm able to tap on my creative side all the time, every episode, as yeah. we have a theme for the ball. So, like, yeah. you know, once they get there, uh, like anime, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to do an anime or for this. You know, again, you mm -hmm. get into the realm of the idea. And thank you to Eric Archibald, who helps me dig into my cranium to Completely. figure out these ideas to be as presentable with myself as possible. Mm -hmm. What goes into creating your looks weekly for that? Especially because HBO is behind this. <laughs> the budget's cute. So we have the budget's cute. a dollar or two to spare <laughs> when it comes to making your weekly looks. What goes into that? Like, do you hear the theme first? Do you hear ahead of time, like Usually in tandem? Like, um, or? I get the, the themes ahead of time. Mm -hmm. and, you know, I'm able to kind of throw my my creativity into it mm -hmm. of course you know the stylist is going to they got to do their search to make yeah. sure it's there but um i'm so happy i'm able to have a space to get creative to you know not say get what i want but baby when i want something no, yeah. and my directive is i want it i'm gonna go yeah. for it so um when it comes to the ideas and creativity as it comes to me you know and that's what happens with ballroom but when we come with these categories and the descriptions and sometimes the, the events have themes, so you stick in a theme. So that's why really? it was so cool because I'm already used to it. So getting ready wasn't a problem. It was just making sure the pieces are right so I'll be good. Exactly. <laughs> and on that platform, mm -hmm. to doing what you are meant to do, did you have that moment when you're hosting an MC and you were just like, this is what I grew up doing and now I'm here doing this for HBO in the world? It it. Oh, it's a, it was a gag. It was a shocker to, to. It still baffles me how many things could be reached because of the place that you're in. Yeah. So yes, I've had moments where I'm sitting there like, all right, Deshaun, we're gonna start this in ten, nine, and I'm like, oh shit. Like <laughs> we're not happening. just at PS whatever, which we yeah, love. Yeah, we are on stage. There's producers. Yeah. There's uh, you know directors. There's you know 
HBO, there's Scout, there's people watching. You got to make sure you're saying the right words and everything's delivered and you're, mm-hmm. you're starting from beginning to the end. But I guess for me, my education was my experience through the culture. This scene got me prepared for yeah. something like this. Um, me commentating balls and the events and me participating as, you know, a contestant. Completely. And getting that experience and also adding my experience to make sure what's happening today works. So um, it still gags me still to the day. Not that yeah. it, it gags me not because I don't know that it's not happening. It gags me because, like, there's a complete another realm or space that we can go and, and completely occupy. Yeah, because 20 years ago, did you imagine doing this on HBO. Oh, can I tell you? Yes. There we go. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Twenty years ago, but that just I knew. shows that you were made for well, it. Well, when you know, which about is so real. Me, when you know, when you when you know what is is, is capable of happening, if you can mm-hmm. add something in, if you know you have a vibe or a, 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 a passion to know that something is going to upgrade, change, or or be there. Twenty years ago, I just knew that. I knew Deshaun the Boger was gonna be something. I knew this community was gonna grow somewhere. Yep. I knew that. This is why even we went to America's Best Dance Crew because in a space where we didn't exist. By the way, as I go back and watch that, those judges was crucial. Um, <laughs> uh, but again, we 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 now are able to you know go in and, and like do these things, mm-hmm. like put our stuff there, and like baby, now undeniable. I, I'm. Again, not shocked at what happens because I know it's going to happen. It's just that the space that it does happen. Exactly. And seeing it come to fruition and seeing Mm -hmm. it in detail. Mm -hmm. Because when you're little, you have that feeling. But you don't know what it is specifically. You just have that feeling. You don't know how it's going to turn out or what it's going to look like. Mm. So then for you at this point in your life, for you to know that intuition you had when you were little, plus all the pieces fall together and you see them right in front of you, you're just like, oh, shit. Yeah. That was that thing. That was the thing that I felt this whole time. I always tell people I have, uh, <laughs> I got my, when I was a kitten, a teenager, mm-hmm. I called myself a kitten. When I was a kitten, I have my, it wasn't no diary. I had a to-do list book and it was like a long, thin to-do list book. I used mm-hmm. to flip it and write everything I need to do when I was a kid. What's your sign? Virgo. What? What happened? Okay. Yeah, Pop helped me make sure I, I stick to my thing. <laughs> I was like, what, what? I had my I had my to do I was writing down and crossing off and what I did the the stuff that I didn't cross off was because uh, I didn't add enough in order to get there or maybe it was something I couldn't get or maybe something I need to do or rewrite that timestamp that again so I can get in and cheat mm-hmm. that and now as I go back and see things like I was like oh no I did that and again you still I, have it yes I oh do. I love that yes I do of course my handwriting is chicken scratch but I still got it same. So I'm planning on releasing an audiobook anyways. Rich, so we don't need to be literate here. Yeah. Or know how to write. <laughs> Not meant for it. Uh, no, yeah. I, I knew. So again, I used to, the opportunity of, of knowing you put it down and seeing and adding to it, it, it always comes to fruition. So I knew I was going to be there one day. Mm-hmm. That's so funny because I always tried to be that diary girl. Just mm-hmm. wasn't for me. Uh, I'll go on tangents in real life, as you yeah, can see. I'm not yeah. about to do that on this innocent piece of paper. I'll save a tree. Uh, now social media is our diary. We're good, man. Because exactly. everybody puts everything on social media anyway. So, you know. I'm a to-do list girl, though. Okay. And I keep, Ooh, oh, to-do list I'm the girl. same. Like, everything I do every day is written down. And I have it all saved from when I was an intern, starting at the Breakfast Club, da-da-da, and all that shit like that. And mm-hmm. I keep it because one day I'm going to look back on it and be like, mm-hmm. 
I got up at three in the morning to finish a full time's worth of class before I started my internship, yes. <laughs> all this shit like that. Cause it takes you back to that place. You're like, yeah. that's what brought me here yeah. and beyond, mm -hmm. you know? And going back to that feeling that you have, that you're going to make it. It just reminds me, I'm going to have to send you this video because there's this Donna Summer interview on the Johnny Carson show that I go back to often. And it's her talking about that exact same thing. Mm -hmm. She's like, yeah, when I was a little girl, I just knew. I can't explain it, but those unique individuals, unique, those unique individuals <laughs> can never hear that word. I know, <laughs> unique. And I love it because that's what makes me love that song even more because I'm like, that's exactly what the fuck we yes. are. <laughs> you know? And she was just saying like, I just had a feeling, but yeah, I'm gonna send you. It, it's send it to that me. video. It's so it's weird. Gorgeous. I just, I, I just knew, and then a part of this community, and then knowing how much it was growing from the time before my participation compared to now, I was like, oh yes, oh this is gonna be something else. Mm -hmm. Did you ever have a moment where the idea of giving up was possible? No. Good. I, I don't. Giving up is not a thing. Good. For me. I may procrastinate on some things, but we don't give up on these Procrastinating things. happens. We don't do nothing to give up. Yeah. That's clipped. We sit and push everything. And once you put your mind to something, you're supposed to go exactly. until the task is done. I realize giving up is so counterproductive. Oh, it is. It's so counterproductive. Well, again, giving up is stopping putting in the energy into something that you really wanted to see the outcome of. So, you know, why stop? And exactly. No matter how many hurdles you run in front of, you're supposed to keep going until it's actually done. Exactly. And to be honest, I, I, that's why I always feel like there's never a done. That's just like we just never. Had, we hit a moment, a pivotal moment about how high it is. We just hit a moment because we can go higher. And even if you, you know, do pursue something and you see that it's not meant for you, I had a friend recently telling me, they're just like, yeah, I give up on things too much. I'm like, I don't know if you give up. I think you pursue other ventures. Hmm. Exactly. And you just go until you've had enough. It's not a, a, a give exactly. up. Exactly. I ain't no giving up in this world. If I'm going to sit there and learn how to no. do this, I'm going to beat this face until it needs to be beat. Exactly. If I'm a, a stylist baby, I'm going to be up in these studios and these classes and going and doing experiment. I, I, I guess the best you can do is like add to your craft by getting into the experience of the things. And honestly, yes, sometimes people know what's, what's for them, what's not for them. But again, we're in an age of learning every day, no matter how old you get, how young you are, you can learn everything. Completely. Because if you want to go and pick up that thing, it's still there. No, Sade. But look, by not giving up, he got his own TV show. <laughs> Spotify, Just Apple, somebody want to... What I'm saying. Sign nice contract out of fear, right. please. But that's the thing. I was about to say something, too. But, yeah, it's just counterproductive. And, like, for me, like, I... Back in Miami, I went to school in Miami. I did drag also there mm -hmm. while I was going to school. And my friends would be like, you, like, why'd you give up drag? I'd be like, I never gave up drag i went on hiatus hmm. and i still am on hiatus would you go back mecala perhaps uh, yeah <laughs> okay good watch. one good one watch no shot day okay 2025 yeah. mecala okay over okay okay no i'm here with you watch here, which i want i want to i want to because if i'm gonna do it i'm gonna have the team behind me ah. and then the vogue the day of the met no shot fun what's your girl name it was Daphne Lux at the time. Daphne Lux? Daphne Lux, okay. yeah. Okay, all right. If I rebrand and come back, because I'm Egyptian, I think I would rebrand as Cairo, but with a K. Ooh. Isn't that oh, Isn't wow. That it waits so that, okay, shockingly enough, <laughs> my hairstyle is dog name is Cairo. Really? Yes. I know a dog named Cairo too. <laughs> If he would have been here, because he was to come here, he'd be like, oh my God, Ky that's my dog name. That's my dog. 
So yeah, oh, okay, come on. Right. Strong name, a beautiful name. Come on. Who knows? Come on. I'm not I'll file it. the copyright. All right, so you can get the Just thing. in case. <laughs> you want I don't need anyone taking it. that. <laughs> Nobody's going to take Bad Bussy. I know they don't want that. No shot. They want Wait, Bad Bussy, but seen they don't want that. your name. You've seen it? <laughs> like, oh, shit. I told you I'll stalk you now. <laughs> i stalk you. I was like, okay. Look, See? the name is a name, baby. The name is a name. I was like, oh, it's shit. Historic. <laughs> it's historic. It's historic. Damn, I need to look at who's looking at my stories. It's a good conversation like piece. <laughs> It's a good conversation. What an honor. You're a creepy on my Instagram. <laughs> wow. You never honor. know who's watching. Very good point. No shot. You never know who's watching. And you brought up Renaissance before, too. Mm-hmm. What do you think about it? I'm a Beyonce stan. Exactly. I'm a Beyonce stan. I'm a stan. I'm a stan. I, I keep saying it. I had that album repeat the very first day it came out. Yep. And it's terrible because once you repeat it so much, you hit the beginning and automatically is a switch. So I'm, absolutely, I'm performing all the time, Daphne. <laughs> I can't listen to anything else. <laughs> I don't listen to anything else. I right don't. Now. I don't. It's track one through sixteen. Thank you, Beyonce. The moment summer renaissance ends and we're at our outro, I'm already like, okay, we do it. <laughs> Quick change and everything, like you saw earlier, getting ready from that yes. girl again, <laughs> and we're about to restart the whole experience all over again. Right. <laughs> it's excellent especially because that piece of work is attributed to us. Mm -hmm. You know, we've always seen ourselves in her and seen ourselves in artists that, you know, like shout out their gay fans and da da da. But this project is so different. That's really just what makes it so unique, pun intended and pun not intended. Yeah, like both. Like she, she, I, I, when she, the whole bio, the rundown of why she put this album together and then she actually said she mentioned Ballroom culture too, so it was, oh baby, we doing the right thing. Yeah. Let me play this beat. Let me like let me play something. I, like like you said, top to bottom, one to sixteen, all the way through. Let alone what the, you, what was that? No, I would no go for it. No, like the Queen's remix too for Break My Soul. Like I listen to that. That's like my go to work song. Mm -hmm. That and Make It Happen by Mariah. Ah. Or like my go to work music for some reason. And I don't know. And. At the part where she's naming all the houses, I get chills every time I listen to it because I'm like, these kids wouldn't have thought about this or just like it wasn't. Maybe they did think about it, but like, here's Beyonce naming every single house. Naming houses on the book. Beyonce naming houses. You see, with us in our community, we like, well, girl, what house you going to join? You naming the houses? Please. What house you in? If she would be in one, which one would <laughs> she'll she be, be in? a bus cat? Exactly. <laughs> B&B, &B, exactly. With Sade. And that too. Her and Jay, they love Basquiat. I mean, the house is there. What's good? Uh, but yeah, what's your favorite song from there? My favorite song? I feel like I'm going to know what you're about to say. See, if she was holding <laughs> a red bottom to my face and was like, Give choose one. one. <laughs> exactly. Then I would say <laughs> the first thing that would come out of my mind is heated. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's not what you thought. No, 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 no. The, the, the funny thing is it would take a red bottom for me to choose a song because I exactly. can't choose one. <laughs> that, I don't care how short or long it's only been. That's my favorite album of all time. Mm. No joke. I agree. I'm with you. And I've been digesting pop culture and music for 25 years. I do this shit as a living. There's no other experience like that album. Mm. My favorite 
Is America? America, we have, we a, have problem. a problem. <laughs> That's my number two. Oh! It's crazy. There's actually this TikTok video of someone embalmed. His name is Bunny Dior, and she's like doing a hand performance. Dun, 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 I know exactly. Like the shit. I know exactly what you're talking about. Walks up. Oh my everything. god! Everything. I feel the same way. When when Bunny started walking, like doom, I'm around a house. The beat. Uh, and to come oh right after all up in your mind too like you have your dramatic artsy yes. moment uh, you know how does it end because i just might reply <laughs> america <clears throat> I mean, reset it's, I, it's, it's like you're performing every single time uh, such a good album the way she made it all flow so yeah that, and because it's genuine too mm -hmm. because and i wanted to ask you about this too how do you feel about the other girls that will claim they're like what they're trying to do is appreciate the culture but what it does look like is appropriating or just mm. borrowing for the time mm. and then next era they're back to their original gig of course. how do you feel about that that's been existing in my community for years we've been like fighting this for years the opportunity of let's sh let's help you help everyone else mm -hmm. by helping you help uh show the appreciation like we'll we'll help you do the appreciation. Right. And I guess the appropriation happens when people just get so excited or think they know everything. And one thing about our community is we're going to pull up. So if you don't do it right, we're going to pull up. We're going to speak about it. But again, I feel like, you know, just like as, as we have this conversation, mm -hmm. as anything grows and gets popular, people just want to jump up on it. One yeah. thing that I love about my community is we have spaces now where you have no choice but to know where it is. You know where to find a ballroom scene. Exactly. You know that the ballroom scene exists. You mm -hmm. know we have our music, our categories, our our thing. And it's not only just about voguing, by the way, because everybody only knows voguing. And I not, know it's an exciting category. But categories, plural. Yes. I know she's an exciting category, but there's categories. There's others. There's others. one that supports your, your fashion, your beauty, Butch your walk, your, your everyday realness. You know, so uh, again... It's it's, it's oh, oh, this conversation. I yeah. love it. I love it. And again, we, our best thing is again, we'll show you how to appreciate us. You know, yeah. and if you get excited, we'd be like, come here. There's there's hundreds of thousands of people in this community. If you want to learn something, find yourself a, a person, a mentor, someone you can connect mm -hmm. to, to learn this stuff. So again, as we are being appreciated in some moments, we love that people are able to. Um, uh, name us, acknowledge us, give us our yeah. our pearls, our roses. Give it to us when you want to show us love. But I think because people get so excited about things, they don't know how to appreciate it so much. So when Absolutely. they do it, it starts to appropriate. So it's like, girl, like again, just come here, come here, stink. Exactly, come, come here. here, stink. Come exactly, here, stink. we'll show you what to do. Okay, you don't. Uh, uh, we know you're excited. We're excited. To, Willing to. We we you know? know you got the ballroom bug. <laughs> we can show you what to do. Exactly. How do we how do we do that? Again, the best way that we can show and, and get past these moments of, of appropriation is by being present. Yeah. As long as we're present and educating those and letting them know how the right ways to go about things, it would never be uh, appropriation. You'll be appreciated. And if they love you enough, they'll take the time to do so we can get there. Exactly. Like culture, specifically ballroom culture, mm -hmm. it should be exchanged, mm. not robbed. Yes. You know what I mean? When they take and leave, that's robbery. Mm. Whereas if you come, learn, and we give back, that's a healthy exchange. 
True. Learn about us. We'll learn about you. Let's make something great together. This is why, well, this is why you have people, ground workers like myself, who are sitting here to make sure that the, everything goes correct, goes right. Now I'm sitting mm -hmm. in industry spaces to, you know, the people that I once grew up with watching are now, you know, starting to become friends of mine. Now, like, oh, you know, we're cool, associated. Mm -hmm. So um, it, it starts with you. And now I'm able to sit and go in around a space and environment, which is, you know, has very little to know people from my community there. Now yeah. that we are there, we're educating. Now we can tell them. Now we can tell the, the real deal, where something came from, our, our contribution to it, what we add in, mm -hmm. what we put in. But now I get to sit here and educate a celebrity that, you know, you know about something. If they appreciate it, they'll, they'll want to show us the love for it. Right. Who's been your favorite celebrity interaction or collaboration? Because you have worked with people to, like, one that stands out to me because I saw it live is Talk to me. You dance for anti tour. Ah, that was gonna be my answer. <laughs> really? Yes. You did the how deep is your love oh my God. moment. That's that was nasty. When do you get a chance to be with Rihanna? Ooh. And I went on tour with her for a year and one of the best experiences ever. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't take it back for the world. The last time two Vogers actually went on tour was with Madonna. Um, you know, on your mission. Yes. Yeah. So now we're at a space where Rihanna opens up her space. You know, again, this is what we're saying about appreciation. Mm -hmm. Open up her space and allow myself and my grands, Hurricane. We got together. We, you know, got on that stage and lived our best. But again, uh, appreciation. You saw how she appreciated by opening her space. Completely. And, you know, letting us be who we are. And when I tell you, she opened up her space. We came up on a high rise. She did a little one-two and walked back and we took over that stage. And we went in. And then yep. she comes back on stage and we interact. So it was just best experience, best job. Like, again, every time I yep. see her, like, what's good, boo? She's like, what's up? Okay, cool. Really? We out, we out. And then, like, you know, when I do it again, I think I would do it again. No shame. I think I'll do it again. I think I'll do it again. I think I'll do it again. Yeah, I would. I would. I would. It's fun. I had. A, I enjoy dancing. I think. Yeah. You know, some. I know people know I'm a host of a TV show, and you know, and I'm a dancer at heart. And you can see it from the season because I'm Please, on it. YouTube. So dolls. you know, my dance, my love, my heart, my passion for Vogue ain't going nowhere. You may just see me have to leave out here on the street on Canal, just voguing down hey. on a store to go shop at. So the kids have YouTube. Just saying. Use it. No shot. And trust. So she's yeah, multiple things. One good experience. I like, and I'll never take away because I was there for a whole year being on tour, the anti-world tour, with Rihanna. What was your favorite offstage memory with her? Oh, offstage? Oh, ciao. <laughs> I guess one thing I could always say is that like she always made sure that we were cool. She mm -hmm. was around her dancers. She was around the band people. Like She was around. And anytime we went out while I was on tour, we would go out to club. Yeah. And it's just the moments that she she stayed with us. She was in a vibe. So we were in the VIP with her. We were sitting and at those outside moments not saying oh my god it was just only clothes but like i can say moments where we would go out and we would sit and chill and we're with her mm -hmm. um you know one time we all went and just wanted to decide to go eat together so we all got together went to a hotel room she got food we ate we sat we talked it was really cool and this was in milan too yeah so it was pretty cool so yeah she's not like she doesn't seem like one of those girls that mm -hmm. like the dancers go over there and do their things on off days yeah. and i go over here and do my things 
she seems like the type to be exactly that. And that's uh, here's another thing where we fit in that space where it's that shock value because you wouldn't expect for Rihanna to be like, child, come here, come sit down, uh huh, come eat, come, you know, come to the la. So I'm like, oh wow, you know, now we're there. So you know, I do hold up to people accountable for their actions and stuff yeah. like that. Again, you know, I I think dancers kind of get the lowest of of the totem pole when it comes to decency, respect, pay, and all that other mm -hmm. jazz. And I'm only saying that because I know, because I am a dancer and I've been through that. But um, to have an artist sit and acknowledge you in such a way, it feels so good because right. you work so hard to even get in that space to be around them to get a job to work. So I just love artists like Rihanna who open this space. To, to, and and you, they, you see the real people that yeah. are this, the human that they're being. Like the casting audition enough in auditioning process already to become a dancer is more work than some of these girls do. <laughs> period you know like so let alone you're supporting their shows you're supporting their acts and their numbers and their performances like well i had to work. audition for that too i auditioned for the rihanna tour mm -hmm. and the child i auditioned i i was on hold then i was released and then uh i was called back in again and then they called us in with like six people and we had to like fight for this one spot you think i'm gonna let that Please. go what one thing she will do is battle baby uh, <laughs> i just i love it I, I just remember coming in the room and she was doing hand performance like this and i was like oh shit, okay i'm gonna come get this job <laughs> she was baby she got hands rihanna got hands she could she could vogue she could vogue she can the nails and the tattoos and everything baby. that must be oh, such a sight to see hands. Oh, it is. her hands the nails the tattoos just so beautiful mm -hmm. it, again it's uniquely her Cause oh. she put her own spin on it well, and it looked natural and comfortable, and mm. she looked mm. good mm. in it at the tour, and I saw it. Yeah. Cause you guys had that dancers interlude. It was like the red theme. Yes. There was like lights and everything, and then it went into how deep is your love uh, mixed with I think like where have you been or something like that. Uh. It was one of those oh moments. Gosh, it was so. It's how deep is your love and take care. Take care. Yes. <laughs> oh. Oh, it was one of those. Okay, I, you want to hear like a little kind of like fun Rihanna moment? Go for it. Okay, so every time before a show, we would all pray. And everybody would have a moment to pray. So this show is your turn. Next show is your turn. Mm -hmm. you know? One of the shows, it was my turn. And you already know when it's your turn to do something, you know, you get nervous. He's like, oh my yeah. gosh, everybody's here. I got Reading in front of the class, so, right? yeah. Yes. Here go Clever Day Sean. So it's my time to pray. You know how we say good praise? Oh my God, all right, good. Uh, what I did was I prayed in the midst of the pray, a prayer. I took Rihanna's songs and I intertwined it with the prayer. So I took the titles of her songs. And when I tell you, I had everybody cracking up. If I can try to remember. Did you start the prayer with Mother Mary? Oh, no, no, it was. It I was, was about to say. Oh, was like, it was, <laughs> that would have been a key. I didn't think about that mm -hmm. one. It was like, oh, I'm trying to think about the verbiage, but I remember in a mix of it, I said, it takes, oh gosh, oh gosh, one man, man down. It, it, oh gosh, it takes something <laughs> to take one man down. And it, it was like, That's but we so should all take though. care. because it, And when I tell you, she lost it. Everyone lost it. She came up to me and grabbed my cheek and was like, what's wrong with you? Because <laughs> I took oh, all of her songs and wow. made it a prayer. And I swear, if you ever know the dancers or anyone who were there during that time, I had them on the floor cracking up. 
That must be the perfect thing to have before the oh, show. baby. You put a, a smile on someone's face. All the nerves and you forget. You're like, oh, shit, now I just go perform. Okay. I just ate that. She did. <laughs> I mean, for Rihanna to grab your chin. That's baby. an achievement. Rihanna grabbed my chin. <laughs> like, we're not like fangirls, but it's okay to have no, that I'm moment for something legendary no like that. No shot. Then she, look, yeah, she touched my face. She said, I got good skin. I ain't complaining. Uh, I live. I live. Yes. Like when one of the girls tell you that, it's like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Like Brandy called me beautiful and I have that written in my mirror. Mm. And any mm. day I think some shit, otherwise I'm like, <laughs> Brandy mm. thinks I'm beautiful, please. I can mm. give less of a fuck. Uh, look, amount of artists that be telling me things, I'd be like, look, this one said I got a beautiful nose, I got high cheekbones, da, 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 da. thank you, keep them coming. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and any day any other voice says otherwise, I'm like, no, nope. right, y'all. Thank you. All right, Snail. Oh, that's cute. I'm like, okay, Brandy thinks I'm beautiful. I care less about not getting this right. promotion or raise. Look, Brandy said you was beautiful. Anybody else? I don't want to hear it. Brandy says he was. I want to hear bones. it. <laughs> Over from there. Over. Have two more questions that are re related to Rihanna. When was the last time you saw her? Since you said, like, y'all will run into each other time to time. Okay. Last time I actually seen her where it was like a conversation was at a ball that she came to. And, oh, was that ball that's viral online yes. of of Michelle yep. Basquiat, who is my overall mother of my house. She was walking Legend. the face category. And if you watch the viral video, Rihanna um, was judging. And she was looking at Michelle with like, bitch, who told you to look so fucking good? She, you can see her reaction. Yep, yep. Like, Bitch, what? Did she throw something too? Yes. I remember <laughs> I saw some of the comments here just like, people that just didn't get. They're like, why is she like disgusted? And I'm like, she's just one of the girls. She was getting her life. Yeah, she was disgusted at the beauty. You know, it's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny that people say it, it was so nasty. And nasty is a good thing. It was so nasty yep. that my face mm -hmm. was disgusted because who do you think you are? It's like when somebody's singing and you're like, Mm. That's me at any show that really? I go to and I go see a vocalist. It looks like I'm just disagreeing the whole time because I'm like, this is just disrespectful. Oh, you know, like one of those, like, ugh, mm, 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 right. Mm, mm, mm. You're like, why is it so, no, it's so good. No, it's like, I'm, <laughs> yeah, it's like me explaining to like white people back in Maryland that my family and I aren't arguing. We're mm -hmm. having a really touching conversation right. in this Chinese buffet. We're like, oh no, we're not yelling at each other. We're not fighting. Like, I'm complimenting my mom on her purse. Like, that's how we talk. <laughs> It's that exactly. So that was the last thing we saw her. Yeah, like again, it was. It's so interesting because uh, you get into this space. You think an, an artist just don't remember people. You think an artist forget people because they're mm -hmm. around so many hundreds and millions of people almost every day. I'm sure some like she has familiarized herself with people that she knows, mm -hmm. but. Are you get into a space like, oh my God, that she gonna remember me? Of course, I went on tour with her, but you'd be like, oh gosh, she ain't gonna. Da, da, da. So right. when we seen her, she was like, oh, bring that ass here. I'm like. All right, come on. All right, baby. That's Give beautiful. a hug. And she talked to us, me and Hurricane. And we went on stage and we talked and we chat. And then afterwards, like, she was like, don't be a damn stranger. Don't be a stranger. Like, hit me. Uh -huh. And I'm like, you got it, Ray. All right, you got it, baby. So, again, you know, congratulations to everything. The baby. Fenty is eating it. Oh, my gosh. Our Fenty shows are everything. Oh, who wouldn't want to? It's a dancer's dream to be a part of a fancy show. Stage. Oh. The Normani section, oh. that first show. 
oh, I just love everything. It was just every, like, every show is just, thing. it's always so uniquely different. And the last one that they had and at the, oh, the like museum oh, thing with, with the, the spiral staircase. Spiral yeah. and everybody dancing and then, oh, and Africa Badu comes out and, oh. Yep. Oh, eating it. And you feel fucking good about yourself watching other people do shit. Like I leave and I'm just like, damn, I'm gorgeous. And I even looked in a mirror in like yes. an hour and a half. Baby. You know what I mean? Like you just feel good about yourself mm. after seeing shit like that. Yeah. You know? And you said you would do it the whole anti-experience all over again. February. <laughs> would you and have you been reached out to? Oh, nah. And I have been reached out to. I know she, I, I, I seen a football too. We all seen a football. Of course, you know, I'm like, girl, she gonna have some bogans. Oh my God, uh -huh. I know she gonna have some bogan stuff in it. You know, yeah, I would love to be a part of just to, to dance again, have that, that opportunity experience. But again, what's what's so great now is that uh, even if she do, our community is so visible right now. So it gives people so much opportunity to have that experience on the stage as well too. Yeah. So I'm like, my thing is like prayer. I'm like, I hope she put Vogue inside there. Hope she put Vogue in there. Put, I a, pray. put a little mix, you know? Vogue pop me, girl. Put a I little pray. mix. Copy and paste the <laughs> anti one. The fans will remember it. It's yeah, cute. They will. And whoever get the opportunity to do so, I'm sure it's going to be fucking amazing. But like for, we know she's going to appreciate us. Yeah. And she will. And it'll be that person's moment. Mm -hmm. The same way yes. anti America's Best Dance Crew, yeah. legendary pose. Like those are all your moments that you work for. Mm -hmm. It's going to be some other kids. Yes. That, like I, I employ at all, every last one of us, a part of my community scene to open up your mind and space. And I guess it's coming outside the comfort zone because if I, me going to that audition to audition for Rihanna, it was only like one to two people who are really a part of the scene who auditioned because that's mm -hmm. outside of our comfort zone. So once we now go into these spaces and Completely. exist, child, you can get a job. You can work, you can go on tour. Anywhere. You can go on tour for Rihanna. You have a going. resume now. Oh gosh, my resume, cute. <laughs> Only because I worked to get there and I need to celebrate myself and I'm celebrating myself. Exactly. Yes, my resume is cute because I put in the work, darling. You could do one too. Like you could believe in yourself, it's fierce, but you have to work. Yeah, you have to work. And when you put those two together, it's a sickening combo. It is, and I'm like, I'm excited for the fact that like uh, the work that I have done. And again, not knowing sometimes that's the little work that you do or the little things you put in can like add in to be. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm glad I'm able to put on my resume that I'm a voguer, a dancer, and I, I, I've done that. And that was one of the issues I was having as a dancer then. I mean, you know, auditioning and stuff like yeah. that. I couldn't put on my resume, you know, oh my God, I, I did the awards ball or da 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 da, but I won $5,000. So what I did, I put that on my resume. And it was like, well, what is this? Absolutely. Well, it was a competition, a live event that I, I did, and I won $5,000 and competed for. Why shouldn't I put that on my dance resume? It's a part of my history. People are going to talk about it when you come around. Shoot, if you think about it, uh, DJ Webstar did the 5000 off of one of my videos and stuff like mm -hmm. that because they see me voguing in my Pinocchio outfit and you hear Jack exactly. $5,000 and here I am voguing. The inspiration that you have on others, then that was a whole song out there. I'm put it on your resume. Yeah, put it on the resume. Put it put on your resume. Because then if somebody's puzzled or confused by it, they're going to just have to schedule an interview and hear about it. And yes, just ask. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. My love, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for coming. I would say, like, I had to ask for you to be on the show, but your amazing friend here came up with the opportunity for you to be here and, like, 
Oh my pop. That fully. Oh, that's my pop. That's my pop. Made yeah. my month, like no joke. Oh, so I appreciate it. I mean, I asked the universe for this because you've also been on like my dream guest list and everything ah. as well. So for real. So. Mm. Well, I'm happy asked to Asked and received, and you? Every, you asked and you shall receive. And you answered. <laughs> I was like, sure, why not? I'm around, I'm here, and I'm, I was in New York City, too. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. Perfect timing, but thank you so much for having me here. Thank you. This is, like, my favorite episode. Oh, <laughs> like, yes. Easily down. <laughs> Please come back anytime you're in town. We'll carry. We'll key. You got it on my next we'll thing because uh, I'm about to start getting on this podcast and thing stuff too. I'm starting mine. So. Hey, if you need a producer, we were just talking about resumes. Mine's a fierce resume. <laughs> I like your resume. As I'm hearing it, I'm like, oh shit, tell me more. She I has like a it. resume. Oh, yes, I like Trust me. Yeah, you'll see it in PDF or the biopic or memoir mm. one day. Yeah. Mm. I like that. That's how you'll hear about it. Yeah. I like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'll send you. Oh my God, we got to like swap biopics. <laughs> Dude. I, we gotta swap biopics. I can't wait to tell mine, baby. <laughs> if you need casting for a thick Egyptian queen, Ooh. I'm here. Come on, I'm here for it. I'm Ooh. here. Even just Cairo, the back. Right? What was that? Cairo, right? Cairo. <laughs> <laughs> Even a supporting character. You got it. You're already you in it. mine. You got it. I'm gonna write in your <laughs> role right now. I'm gonna, gonna contact the casting Put director. <laughs> You got it. Hitting up the team tonight. Mm -hmm. Team is fully me. <laughs> Until we have HBO budget. That's a right, exactly. Until the budget get nasty. Yeah. For the meantime, <laughs> speak of HBO, everybody can find you on Legendary. Mm -hmm. You should be watching it. Yes. You really should. Where else can people find you? Deshaun Wesley on all platforms. So if you type in Deshaun Wesley on Instagram, Twitter, on all these, any anything, you go to like Apple and Spotify, you're going to find me there too because there. my podcast coming, baby, Deshaun Wesley. Well, look forward to that and look forward to this episode and the rest to come and the rest of everything that we have yeah. working on to okay. come. I appreciate you so much mm -hmm. for coming. Let's I enjoyed Deshaun. Best. We'll see you all next time. Bye.